0: This is Abby. This is at the Smooth Kitty. Hey guys, welcome back. Sorry, I just like literally ran outside, so I'm like out of breath. It's great. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you guys more about moisturizers and how they work. Okay, I get a lot of questions on like why we need to moisturize and um, the different types of moisturizers we'll go over that and I think it's really really important to understand the science of moisturizers so I'm going to go into that a little bit to help you guys understand how they work okay um ingredients I'll go over and face oils well I'll be going over more of like the hose like the humectants occlusive and emollients and like their ingredients and what to look for um, but yeah, I just feel like moisturizers some, are, are something that you do need to, we do need to go over and come to understand why it's so important to use them in a skin regimen, okay? So I know you're wondering how moisturizers maintain skin moisture, but I really can't emphasize enough how crucial moisturizing is for skin health. The first step in strengthening your skin barrier is to properly moisturize so that it can successfully block allergens and environmental stressors, as well as keep the good stuff, which is water in. All the fancy anti-aging ingredients are useless without a healthy skin barrier function. Again, why moisturize? What's the benefit? In order to comprehend the long-term value of moisturizing, it is first necessary to review some of the skin biology. Keep in mind that your skin has many layers, just like an onion. The stratum corneum is the skin's topmost layer. The stratum corneum is the primary target of the majority of skincare products. So I want to go over two functions of the skin barriers. Okay, The skin barrier function number one, it keeps the bad guys out and the water in. The skin's stratum corneum is the outermost layer again. It serves as your first line of defense against outside aggressors and water loss, which is also known as TOOL, T-E-W-L, transepidermal water loss. In a nutshell, your moisturizers support your stratum corneum and its barrier function. Number two, understanding the water-based materials. Natural moisturizing factors, also known as NMFs, are the second element of a healthy skin barrier function. Your stratum corneum's corneocytes, which account for about 20 to 30% of its dry weight, contain natural moisturizing substances. These water-based molecules contribute significantly to the good enzyme activity necessary for healthy cell turnover and maintain the skin's elasticity. Your skin's natural moisturizers include lactic acid, fatty acids, sodium PCA, and glycerin. So what are all the enemies of dehydrated skin? The stratum corneum has it rough, you guys. It takes a beating from the external allergens, pollutants, UV rays, weather, changes, and just plain aging, which makes it difficult for it to perform its barrier function. When the stressors have an effect on how you feel, water loss causes your skin to become dry and irritated. Dry skin and a dash have long-term effects. Your poor shadow... Oh, sorry, <laughs> your poor stra- stratum corneum enters a vicious cycle if you don't moisturize. It loses more water, attracts outside aggressors, becomes inflamed, becomes more dehydrated, and is less able to absorb moisturizers. If left unchecked, this cycle may result in short-term annoyances like flaky skin, itchy skin, which eventually gives way to fine lines and wrinkles. This indicates that a successful moisturizing approach needs to be included. Even though skin moisturizing may seem tedious, the stratum corneum's job becomes much more difficult without it. Our bodies become less protected from toxins outside. The layers below the stratum corneum are left with less moisture and additional skin damage inevitably speeds up the aging process. So grab that jar of lotion or cream and apply it if you don't have time for all of the other serums, elixirs, or masks. So we're going to go into the science of moisturizers because, again, understanding the science behind them, I feel like gives you guys more of the knowledge of why we need them. So there is a method to what may appear to be madness when looking for a good moisturizer. Depending on their purpose, the ingredients and moisturizers can be categorized into three groups humectants emollients and occlusives together these three subcategories meet the moisturizing requirements of your skin cracking the moisturizing code of your skin requires knowledge of how these ingredients function and a balance between the various categories your skin will inevitably change over time Decide which of these categories you might just need a little bit more of before pressing the reset button and throwing out your current moisturizer. The one that took you forever to find, because I understand, I understand how hard it is to find a good moisturizer that fits your specific skin type. So category one, we have humectants, which is also the water stuff. Finding a good moisturizer may seem difficult, but there is a method to the apparent chaos. According to their purpose, humectants, emollients, and occlusives are the three categories of ingredients that make up moisturizers. Your skin's needs for moisturization are met by these three groups working together. Again, working together. Sometimes your skin just needs all three of them, humectants, emollients, and occlusives. The secret to unlocking your skin's moisturizing code is to comprehend how these ingredients function and find a balance between the various categories. The truth is, is that your skin will change over time, no matter what. Again, maybe you're going to move and you're, there's going to be different like environmental stressors, different climate that will make your skin change. Decide which of these categories you might just need a little bit more of before pressing the reset button and throwing out the moisturizer you've been using. Again, the one that took you forever to find, and I understand the frustration. So the question is... Who needs humectants? I think every skin type does, including the oilest and the driest. They they can all benefit from humectants. They are especially important if if you want to achieve a supple appearance for your dry skin. Category two, emollients, which is all things oil. Emollients instantly give your skin that soft, smooth feel by filling in the rough areas, These are typically less heavy oil-based ingredients like jojoba oil, capric triglycerides, squalene, and coconut alkalides. Of course, facial oils are the most popular emollient-based products. These products have gained a lot of attraction in the last 10 years, and in my opinion, they are still underappreciated. Most brands have introduced their own miraculous, antioxidant-rich, wrinkle-correcting, time-stopping facial oils that are sustainably harvested. Don't take the fancy turn-back time claims too seriously, even though these are fantastic little moisturizer boosters. Because again, you can't have a wrinkle-correcting, time-stopping facial oil that'll stop the time and reverse the wrinkle effect on your skin. Only, like, again, chemical peels, microdermabrasion, microneedling can do that. Because, again, we're creating, like, a little, um, what is it? It's like a freaking, uh, what, what the crap? It's like a, like a, hmm, it's, it's like a mini hurt to your skin so that results in more collagen production. Hurt to your skin. If anyone knows what I'm trying to talk about, you know. Um, Who needs an an emollient? There's a good chance that you already use an emollient if you moisturize. Finding the right oil is the key to make these things work for both dry and oily skin types. Sorry, excuse me, once again. When your go-to moisturizer just isn't cutting it, adding a few drops of the final step in your routine can help. I mean, honestly, for me, during the winter months, uh, because I do live in southeast Idaho, um, it does get a lot drier and I, my moisturizer doesn't cut it and I do need to add a few drops of facial oils into my moisturizer and literally it helps a lot. So just to pointer out that you guys are more than welcome to put facial oils into your moisturizer so that you don't have multiple steps. You can just like combine them. Okay, and then we have category three, occlusives. It's sealing that moisture in. It's like a thick wax. Okay. Your skin serves as a barrier to protect you from environmental hazards like ultraviolet, light, and pollutants, but occasionally your skin barrier needs a little assistance. Occlusives are available to make your skin's job as a barrier even easier. Occlusives are thick, fatty, waxy substances that cover your skin and create a physical water-resistant barrier to lock in moisture petroleum butters waxes and heavier silicone are a few typical ex- occlusive ingredients bombs and um what is it petroleum which are occlusive forward products are excellent for treating isolated extremely dry skin patches who needs occlusives everyone could profit from having some occlusives in their life just like the other two categories however if your skin is dry, you should think about using this kind of moisturizer. Spread it on your skin and your skin will thank you. Okay, okay. now we're going to be going over different moisturizing ingredients and how to look for them on the ingredient label. Um, normally on the ingredient label, whatever is on the first, like top three or top five, that will be the most concentration. And then as it goes down, it slowly has like 1% or like 0.5% of the ingredient in the product. So if you look through online databases of skincare ingredients, you'll notice that every product makes some sort of moisturizing miracle claim. Which ingredients though are the fairest of them all? Here's a brief overview of a few of the preferred moisturizing ingredients. Okay, for humectants, everything seems to be hydrating these days. The truth is is that there is no list of humectants anywhere. The secondary advantages and molecular weight of humectants can differ greatly. To have a more well-rounded approach to hydration, one tactic is to combine these humectants below. First, we have urea. It is a part of the natural moisturizing factor. Unlike other humectants, urea seems to improve skin barrier function in the long run on top of instant hydration benefits. As the skin ages, urea becomes more helpful in body care. You probably are wondering why urea is an ingredient, because it comes from pee. But don't worry, the urea in your cream does not come from urine extract. (laughs) Lactic acid. It is also a natural moisturizing factor. Lactic acid is a very versatile ingredient in addition to being a great hydrator, as well as a chemical exfoliant. Then we have glycerin. There are so many products with glycerin in it, because it works. This isn't a joke and wedged itself into a fatty stratum corneum's lipid matrix, giving skin that nice, supple, flexible texture. Plus, it is a part of the skin's identical ingredients. Okay, then we have panthenol. Also known as pro-vitamin B5, panthenol is considered both a humectant and an emollient. It has great soothing properties. Collagen. When you hear the word collagen, it is most often seen as an anti-aging ingredient. However, topical collagen cannot replace your natural collagen. But the chubby molecule molecule can be a great hydrator. Then lastly, we have hyaluronic acid. Probably one of the most prolific categories of hydrators. Sometimes hyaluronic acid claims that it will increase hydration to pumping or even anti-aging. However, most hyaluronic acids on the market are high molecular weight polymers in the 2 million plus size range. This means molecules sit on the skin surface, effectively keeping it hydrated all day. There are other forms of hyaluronic acid that are much smaller, some studies suggest that smaller hyaluronic acid can penetrate the skin to plump, hydrate, and even bring anti aging benefits. But some people can desensitize by or from the small molecules. So, as always, patch test your serums first. Okay, emollients and facial oils. Face oils have become very popular again over time, and every brand is developing its own variation. Excuse me. Okay. They all seem to be 100% pure, 100% organic, 100% powerful, and even 100% exaggerated. Whatever the claims, base oils are a fantastic addition to your routine to improve overall skin pliancy, boost nourishment, add glow to your skin, and smooth skin while oils are poor moisturizers on their own, there are a few situations where using a face oil can significantly improve your skincare regimen. So I get a lot of questions. Are facials, facial oils new to me? Yeah, they probably are. Whether that squalene, coconut, uh, jojoba, I would definitely recommend squalene first before attempting to determine whether you require rosehip, watermelon seed, argan oil, or any other plant oil. Pure saturated hydrocarbon is what it is, simply put. This indicates that they have this, a pretty well-good molecule and it won't irritate the skin. So here's a little face oil shopping guide. For dry skin, consider using sweet almond oil, apricot kernel oil, argan oil, avocado oil, camellia oil, jojoba oil, macadamia nut oil, marula oil, moringo oil, olive oil, or even shea. For oily skin types, consider using black currant oil, chai, cranberry seed oil, evening primrose oil, grape seed oil, hemp seed oil, prickly pear oil, rosehip seed oil, sea buckthorn seed oil, or squalene. Okay, occlusives. Your butters and waxes in the petroleum are occlusives. Your skin is protected by them from the elements. Occlusives assist and safeguard the skin and keep moisture in when your skin's barrier function is compromised. Um, the fact that it is heavier and greasier than other categories because it is so occlusive. While those with dry skin may want to choose a heavier cream with more occlusives, those with oily skin need lighter gel creams that cream. Sorry, that contain little to no occlusives. I always advise keeping an all-purpose balm on hand to treat blemishes, such as like Vaseline, Aquaphor, and similar products. Okay, so I'm going to go over the different. Um, ingredients of occlusives and tell you why they are important as an occlusive. so we have petroleum this is the gold standard occlusive some people even say that petroleum causes breakouts and also cancer the reality is cosmetic grade petroleum is highly refined which means it is except exceptionally clean which is free of potentially irritating and harmful residue It does not clog pores, but it can cause breakouts by sealing the dirt and grime if you are lazy about cleansing. Mineral oil. The lighter version of petroleum is much less occlusive, but feels better in a cream formula. Shea butter. This is a great versatile natural occlusive. When the clean movement, you may stumble upon raw shea butter. People think ultra natural means ultra safe and free from scary chemicals. The reality is, is that it is all complex and its raw form. Shea butter can be very irritating. I recommend sticking to finer shea. There will be more range of options for texture. Linolin. This is a great ingredient derived from ro- wool. It could be an allergen, so look for medical grade. Linolin, and definitely make sure to pat patch test it then we have the waxes these come from natural sources such as beeswax candelilla, carnauba and others i totally butchered those so my bad their main drawback is that they're extremely waxy and waxes high melting point makes it unsuitable for high level use and then silicone This is honestly the best category, but regardless of the material type, the general unifying theme of silicone is simply just awesome. Silicone can be effective without much of the heaviness. If you have oily skin, silicone silicone gel creams can be a great way for you to boost your hydration game between seasons or when your skin goes through changes without that dreaded greasy feel. If you are looking for a silicone gel cream, look for the ingredient list, dimethicone. There are many ways to moisturize. Here are some, just like if you guys don't want to go for the humectants, occlusives, or even emollients. There is the sheet mask, a great way to super soak your skin for a big hydration boost. Face oil. This booster product will give you that soft feel and healthy glow. Gel cream. These lighter moisturizers with low or light weight for a staple for oily skin. Serums and gels. They are a great way to add a real concentrated boost of hydration. Mist and toners. Simple way to add a smaller, less concentrated amount of hydration. Creams. These are heavier moisturizers and really bring in moisture for dry skin with higher doses of occlusives including petroleum or butters like shea. And then we have balms and salves. These are occlusive central. They are skin-saving booster products for those prone to dry patches. You will soon discover that landscape is that the landscape for moisturizers is so vast and perplexing if you wander through the aisles of a store looking for a moisturizer. However, you can divide it into your go-to moisturizer products as well as your boosters and support products. So your staple products versus your booster products. Staples are your more common moisturizers, which combine occlusives, humectants, and emollients in a single, milky, creamy formulation. Booster products typically contain just one kind of moisturizing component. When you discover that your go-to product isn't quite cutting it, it's great to have them in your arsenal so you can adopt them in your skin's needs. So the staple product examples would be like lotions, your basic moisturizers, or gel creams, the many oil-free moisturizers, creams, traditional moisturizer in a jar, waters would be like toners, micellar waters, mists, or essences. Your booster product examples would be gels, like hydrating gels, serums, or ampules. masks, your sheet masks, oils, like your face oils or serums, and your balms, the salves or butters. When it comes to product categories, moisturizers are a sizable subcategory, not to mention that many of these product categories perform similar tasks. Therefore, when creating a successful moisturizing routine, try to stay as close as you can to the products that are best for your particular skin type. For oily skin, Congratulations to those who with oily skin. You are so lucky. Even though you may be like acne prone, like again, oily skin is the best skin type to have, in my opinion, just because like this indicates that your skin is already more adept at retaining moisture. If you have drier skin, your moisturizing routine can be much simple, simpler. Um, the secret is to stick to an oily, skin friendly, lightweight, humectant centric routine. Silicone creams are an additional fantastic one-and-done product option. Observe the ingredient, dimethicone, cross-polymer once more. Again, for oily skin, you are more or less likely to get fine lines and wrinkles down the road. That's why I love oily skin. And unfortunately, I have combination dry, so I have to layer my products. Which isn't a bad thing, but I'm going to get fine lines and wrinkles way sooner than those with oily skin. So for dry skin, your friend is layering. Have a variety of products on hand to address your skin's changing needs. Start with a potent hydrating serum like hyaluronic acid when using humectants. Look for creams with an occlusive like mineral oil, petroleum, or even shea butter. Keep a balm on hand for those dry spots. Sensitive skin. Start with a single moisturizer to keep things as straightforward as possible. Your skin will become more irritated the more steps you have in your routine. So keep it simple. Look for ingredients that will support your skin barrier, such as ceramides, fatty acids, or even cholesterol. So here are some extra tips that I want to give you guys for the moisturizers. So if you're going to like icy regions for dry, chapped skin, add a balm or an oil. If you're attending like a tropical vacation... Think about using a lighter moisturizer that isn't too heavy or a more lightweight hydrating gel. Um, I recommend, what is it, Glymed Plus, the Ultra Hydro Gel. This is just literally plain hyaluronic acid, and it is amazing. And if you are going to, like, let's say Arizona, like a desert, lessen that tight, dry, parched feeling, apply a lightweight oil or hydrating gel over your existing moisturizer. Again, I would just go for that Glymed Plus Hydro Ultra Hydrogel. That stuff is so amazing. And especially for oily skin, your skin will thank you. But if you guys have any more questions about moisturizers, just let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and go follow me on Instagram at the underscore smooth kitty to gain more education about skin, skincare, and content on waxing. If you have any more questions, please feel free to reach out. See you next time.